Hello, welcome to the Perfect People Podcast. Join Olanda, Faranda, Quan, and Didi for a dive into culture, entrepreneurship, corporate America, and of course, our daily lives. You get the scoop, the tea, and so much more. Imperfect people, but perfectly put together. The, the Perfect, Perfect People, people Podcast. Podcast. How many how many times y'all have watched? You watched it twice. Oh, you can't see me. Twice. You watched it twice. Yeah. I'm on my third time right now. Damn. I only had a chance to watch it one time. Uh, I hope I do it some justice. Uh, she gonna try to do it some justice. <laughs> yeah. You know, doing the recaps, you might forget some shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah. I guess we'll go ahead and get started because we already got started. Welcome, everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know how I do. To another episode of the DJ. That one, y'all weren't talking shit, though, so you know. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, welcome to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. Uh, On this recap, midweek episode, it's your boy Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we got a guest in the building from the Relationship Status Podcast. Got... uh. Yusef, oh, aka Yoshi, yeah, <laughs> I got a little yay and some. There you go. Welcome, applause. Oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. Well, um, thank. You. Always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know we got to do our normal stuff. You know we get into some celebrity news and stuff. Uh, but we got some emails. Um, okay, emails. Well, some of these emails don't really pertain to. Uh, to the power episode, but uh, I'll read the power one first. It's from Milton Hilton. Shout out to him. Um, <clears throat> it's entitled Power, and he says, "Uh, Happy New Year's, my wonderful non-threatening comrades." White voice. Uh, this nigga put my uh first name on there. No, how Ooh. the fuck this nigga know my first name? Maybe because uh, that's what it loads up. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, says hello, Amy. Kudos, Courtney. Salutations, uh, Brandon, the BMAC. Uh, just dropping the line. Great consistency as usual. Make sure y'all stay safe. Uh, he said, great review on power. Just wanted to fill in a hole or two I thought of. The way Tariq knew about the camera at the pool could be observed two ways. Because remember, we was like, how he knew the camera was off? Like, right. that was just random. Uh, he said the gym was right next to the pool area, so it's possible that a lot of time could have been spent in the area overall with Tariq delivering papers to Zeke, lazy ass. No, Zeke ain't lazy. Uh, Zeke is Zeke just ain't doing stupid. <laughs> Zeke's definitely stupid. Um, he said, man, Tariq getting robbed by the by Zeke for schoolwork and damn the damn professor shaking my head. That little nigga definitely, nigga definitely deserves some more punani. Next episode. I don't want to see uh, Tariq having sex. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. Uh, he said, even with Effie coming on campus. Oh, yeah. that's Effie, that's the uh, Spanish chick, right? Yeah. She looks Spanish anyway. Um, Even with her coming on campus, he let it be known that he had figured out the whole lay of the land. And even a couple of days she was on campus was enough time for him to figure out the best areas to do uh, new transactions. 
Oh, he says, anyhow, I ain't got got to explain shit to you shady bitches. It's simple. <laughs> <laughs> he said, also, I agree that Mary isn't the best actor in the world, but that one scene when she stood from behind the desk to cut off Milgram. Oh, hold up. Mil- Why you call her Milgram? I ain't Milgram. The teacher. What's her real name? What's the teacher's real name? Um, I was about to say Jabari, but you're talking about the girl. Yeah, the girl. What's her name? What is even her name? I don't even like her, but what is her name? Why we don't like her? She's 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 nice. Yeah. She she looks she's very pleasing to the eye. Yeah. Um, so. She just she plunged in too much. She minding the wrong business. She trying. She minding the wrong business. She she getting the business. She's trying um, to be a, a a helpful, responsible adult at one part with trying to help Zeke out. Oh, um, Carrie. It's Carrie. Carrie, yes, yeah, Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. He called he call her Mil- Milgram because that's her. She's Professor Milgram. Oh, look at these. Oh, that is her stuff. name. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, cutting off Milgram about Zeke. Like, you fucking him. Um, if y'all ain't noticed the greatest, the realness, the Golden Globe nomination in that rant, then you're going to have to rewatch that damn dancery. No, son. He's talking about fuck her out. Nah, son. We're not going to have to rewatch that because Mary, <sighs> horrible acting. And it got worse this episode. Oh, God. She's horrid. Uh, shout out to Mary. Y'all that, really dragging her? I'm sorry. She sucks. she sucks. Yeah. This isn't no hateration. I just. So I agree that it is bad, but I just it it it, it does not bother me because I literally feel like this is how it, that's just hurt in real life. I know I've said this several times, but it just feels so fitting. The how she looked like she's walking around with a plunge up her ass the entire time, and she's just <laughs> not fun. She's uncomfortable, and I just feel like that's who she is. Granted, we don't watch the show to see her be herself, and it ain't coming off good. But I think she's better than Keisha. Which one is Keisha? Oh, uh, Lala. Lala. Oh no, she's she, she, shit. The damn tree outside better than Lala. No, <laughs> Lala ain't that bad. <laughs> but they neck and neck to me. The only person that's been worse than Lala is Zeke. Z- God, we gonna get into Zeke. Yeah, we gonna get into damn Zeke. I don't even know why Zeke. Has we Lala. gonna get into Zeke. Let's go get into. They was they was masking Zeke. Yo, listen, with short listen. lines and shit. But this one <laughs> and this nigga made them faces you like a damn a picking any. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Zeke about like uh what's the what's the what's the little girl that don't say that we don't never see and only seen about two times the whole the whole show. Yeah. The yes, the yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. She, she he bought me any her lines. Yeah, cause uh yeah, he do. He need her lines, which is none. <laughs> which is none. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, these other two uh, emails I got y'all, they from, they basically for the, uh, they ain't talking about power shit, so I'm going to mm-hmm. save them, even though they kind of, one of them is from December 23rd, damn. You might want to yeah. read that though, bro. Like, uh, yeah, i read this one. Oh, you get that one in. This is from Natisha Samuel, shout out to Natisha Samuel. Uh, well, she's also on the uh, Relationship Status, status Podcast. Like Professor T. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, she says, great show, fellas. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm a sucker for genuine friendships. 
So to hear old friends chop it up the way you all did made me feel all warm and fuzzy. Um, yeah, she talking about the uh, episode I had uh, some of my homies up here, and we were just talking about regular shit. Uh, thank you to the first gentleman who shared his feel-good moment about how his daughter has transformed him. She's referring to Taliban. Taliban, yeah, just like that now. You know, niggas will take anything and make it a, a, a hood name, Noriega. Uh, Rick Ross Anyway uh, To all of you who openly share how your daughters Have softened you let me say thank you On behalf of all the women out there Whose fathers were absent um, Your presence will absolutely make a major difference In their lives and their relationships And that's on me Oh yeah that was what my homie said That ain't on, that, that ain't on my kids That ain't on my mama That's, that's on, on me, me. Uh, He said I appreciate the raw honesty I even had to nod and laugh at the points That were hard to hear not hard for me, but I can't help but think about my goddaughter who's getting ready to approach her connections with these knuckleheads from an emotional perspective. Lord, I ain't ready, and neither is she. Oh, she probably is ready, <laughs> ready for that for that uh for them young young whippersnappers. What tally call them? Oh yeah, Rico Rico Suave, the Rico Suave, Rico Suave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you. Uh, Letitia, Professor T, for that email. Um, glad the, the homies could uh, make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside right before the holidays. Um, I guess we'll get into some some entertainment news. I don't know if y'all heard this, y'all. Y'all might have. Uh, Courtney, you look like you read books. I do. Uh, Eric Jerome Dickey. Yes, oh. I was devastated. Yeah, he died. Did he make like them sex books? So not like heavy on the sex like Zane. Oh, okay, okay. He definitely gave a little bit more like, mm, maybe a little bit more like, or just the drama aspect. I mean, like you know, people gonna have sex, but not as descriptive. Not meant to be an erotica. Um, oh, okay. He was an amazing author, and as soon as I saw it, like I shared it with um, one of the girls that I am in the book club with, and we were just like, yeah, we're definitely gonna read a couple of his books this year um, in his honor because they are worthy. They are really worthy. And he didn't make like the books like uh, Bitch Better Have My Sweet Potatoes. He ain't made no books like that. No. No. Okay, he wrote regular. Okay, yeah, it says he's a... Uh, yeah, lovers and, friend, lovers and Friends or... Yeah, Sister, Sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chasing Destiny, Liars Game, Milk in My Coffee. Mm. What is that about, Milk in My Coffee? Oh. Between, between Lovers. Yes, between lovers. She, I heard between lovers was good. Um, but uh, yeah, he wrote twenty nine novels. Um, and he was even a New York Times best selling author. Um, from Memphis, Tennessee, a lot of people know know of his works and everything. I heard his name. I never read his books before. Um, yeah, they say he's a. They say he's one of the first grown folks book authors. Hmm. Okay. For black yeah. people or just period? I think just the first one of the first people to kind of, I guess, take that sensual look, that sensual uh, aspect into the onto paper. He ain't no Judy Bloom. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> anyway. Can't nothing, can't nothing talk super voice. That was my favorite book growing up. I read that shit about four times as a kid. Not Judy Bloom. <laughs> Judy Bloom. Super fudge. That was my shit. Anyway, uh something what well, damn, that's a bad segue. But uh something else that's uh probably on the way to be gone being gone. 
Oh, wow. Is, is the marriage between Kim Kardashian and uh, Kanye West. Yep. I'm not surprised. Multiple sources tell us that uh, divorce is imminent for the Hollywood couple with the Kardashian Kardashian hiring divorce attorney to the stars, Laura Wasser. 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 Uh, they are keeping it low, but they are done, the source says. Um, Kim has hired Laura, and they are in settlement talks. Damn, Kim, 40? She has yeah, she hasn't been seen wearing her wedding ring and Kanye remained at his forty for uh, his fourteen million dollar Wyoming ranch over the holidays instead of spending it with the Kardashian clan, who drew criticism for their extravagant celebrations. I didn't see him. I was too busy doing my own thing. I guess they did because they had, it was one holiday that they went like Kim had had a, a like a private island and everybody went to the private island and. People was that upset. was her birthday. That was her birthday. I think it. I, I think I don't follow really any of them. And I mean, they be on the shade room, but I don't yeah. know. I really don't be seeing much. But I think I recall what you're talking about, and I think it was her birthday because it was. It's been since COVID that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was during COVID, and people was mad that she did that. But she had to say, you know, we took the test and all of that. But anyway, uh, they say Kim got Kanye to go to Wyoming so they could live separate lives and quietly get things sorted out to sep- to separate and divorce um they say she's done uh what else did they say about her um i uh, said she's she's done a lot to uh protect kanye and help him with his mental health struggles um yeah i i, I heard a rumor that she dating van jones well, one thing about Kim, it don't matter um, how short the divorce been over or how short a time she been done with that, that man. She going to find her another man. I mean, why wouldn't she? I mean, I'm, I'm in agreement. Yeah, why wouldn't she? I'm not trying to say nothing bad about her. I'm just saying she going to find her another man. So this could very well be the case. But I just feel like... Um, People acting shocked is a dub because I feel like we've been through this. Ever since Kanye went on them rants, we've been through this. Ever since he was that shit that I, he did in South Carolina, that was that was wild. Oh yeah. That shit was wild. I just feel like everything that he kind of been doing since after like the kids got I mean, because he was already kind of like off the ledge when they started dating. But whenever it got to a point where they couldn't do the damage control, I mean, because, yes, he's his own person. But, you know, Kris Jenner has a certain level of control and management that she does. And they can't do that with him. He At this point, to their brand, they probably look at him like he a liability. And they not telling the truth a little bit. But he worked for Billy now, though. He a liability. <laughs> you fool <laughs> yeah damn it said uh, she's trying to get him to turn over the Calabasas house to her because that's where the kids are based and growing up um, so she owns the land and adjoining lots around the house but Kanye owns the actual house damn oh that's tough Kanye gonna go fool we'll hear, we'll hear about that in a little while he gonna be on a rant now He's yeah, gonna, he he gonna be on the biggest rant. Unless he on them pills. Y'all yeah, know that man ain't on his medicine. Damn, this Kim third divorce? Yep. Oh, because she was married to that dude before. She was famous, ain't it? Probably somebody before yep. Ray J. Yep, she was married to someone before she was famous, and then she married that basketball player for Chris like Humphries, yeah. a few days, and then 
Here's the question. At what point is it you and not everybody else? Nah, it ain't her. It ain't her? It's everybody nah, else? Nah, not, not on this one. Now, I, I, I mean, not this one, but I mean, if this is your third divorce. I, I, okay, I'll give, I, okay, I, like the first one, I figured she was too young. Okay. The second one, I don't think Chris Humphreys could deal with the, the celebrity shit. And when she married Chris Humphreys, I was still kind of, I was kind of watching them like on television some. And even when she did it, like you just kind of knew like that wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it was visible. She just was kind of like in a bubble. Yeah. And this one, I think this one would have lasted. I think the mental shit just kind of. Yeah. But wouldn't a wife, wouldn't a wife be understanding of uh, mental issues if he's trying to get help? Um, well, I, I don't know. Is has he tried to get help? Uh, yeah, I think he, oh, go ahead. I think he has, but um, like even in some of his rants, he said like y'all trying to get me uh, try to get me committed and all kind of stuff like that. Like that. I think they've been trying to get him help, but he just won't. And like it ain't like this. Like they've been separated. Some in in this article they say for a year, right? But Kanye been going through this shit for like a few years. He been going through this, uh, or not this particular stage of it, but he been going through since his mama died. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she, I feel like she did maybe what she could do. I don't feel like it's on her just because she's his wife to still like try and stay and make it work just because he has a mental health issue. Or um, because at what point do you what? At what point are you like you know what? This is something you need to navigate and figure out yourself self because again when they do try to maybe get him in a place to stay and sometimes he's even been tweeting like about like not being on his meds or not wanting to be on his meds he I feel like he is just very inconsistent and that can't be helpful to the kids mm-hmm. no, I agree so I mean it, at what point can she be uh, the wife she needs that people think she should be to him because he it has a mental issue and Instead of no being help. that parent to her children, because that they they clearly it ain't safe to for them to coexist all the time. Well, and yeah, it, I, I uh, to speak to that, like um, my brother's got a mental illness, and like he he they give him the meds when he's in the hospital, and then when they release him, by the time he doesn't think nothing's wrong, so he doesn't take the meds and then it runs out. Right. And so what ended up what eventually ended up happening was his girl who's also his son's his son's mom she ended up was like yo i can't take it no more and she left and then the son is terrified of him because of the things he would do when he was manic so at a certain point so i do say you know if this is the case and he's not getting the help and he's not doing his part i could see just from being on that side of it and kind of understanding i could see how a woman a a wife could want to protect her kids because you know seeing some of the stuff my brother was doing it's just it's it's wild. Like they just they just have lost all grasp on reality. They it really and, and it is such a scary thing because when they are that far detached from reality, you don't know what's going on in their world because it's definitely a whole different place, and you don't even know how safe you are. And if we just being transparent, we don't know who the fuck he is when he walk around in a big ass house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't know who he is or what he's done. She might not even feel safe her damn self because honestly. It's kind of hard. You like to think everyone can step up to the challenge and be there for the long haul, but that ain't easy. 
And we know what niggas will do. Niggas, what's that lady name? She just died. She had Alzheimer's. And her, and her husband, um, her husband. I know who you talking about. Her, her name, was it B. Woman. Smith or? Yeah, her husband what? had already had that woman living in yeah, the house. Yeah, bought on that white woman to live with them. Talking about his wife was cool with it. She was. She ain't even knew what was going on. Ain't even knew what yeah, world we, she was So in. that what niggas will do. Niggas just go ahead and get them another bitch. Not what <laughs> niggas will do. You make me sick. <laughs> but women, she'll leave the right way. That nigga, we went and got him a old white woman and move her in. That nigga was foul as hell. Uh, he was low down and fucking disgusting. He was. Uh, some other sad news, y'all. I'm sorry to start the show off like this, but uh, like Dr. Dre's gonna have to I see the just doctor. Just heard. Yeah, but Dr. Dre's suffered a brain aneurysm um so he's in icu in la um said so this just happened well it happened monday um he was rushed by ambulance to cedars and was taken directly to icu where he remains today damn oh he's 55 mm-hmm. say oh it say he's stable and lucid um but doctors don't know what caused the bleeding and they are doing a battery of tests so i shit i thought with a black brain as aneurysm, that shit that you 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 damn near dead. Yeah, most people don't be recovering from no brain aneurysm, and if when they do, they don't recover like in their right like right frame of mind, right state of mind, or whichever word go. In there. Well, well, that's good. He's not um, yeah, because I've heard of people having aneurysm and, and uh, dying on the spot. So yeah, yeah. I guess when you a billionaire, your brain like uh uh-uh, uh, we got to spend some of this money. Aneurysm be damned. <laughs> you know what I was trying to figure out when I saw that I was like, oh shit! Like first of all, that said, Dr. Dre, I, 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 boom, boom, boom. You don't but want the lady to get that money, ain't it? Right? Is he divorced from that lady yet? Because nah. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I feel like hmm, I don't want to be this person. It's something. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you what? I don't want to be this person. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the contemplation because I'm trying yes, to yeah. get my words together because, but I don't think I like her. <laughs> you don't like her because she, because she, I just found out she was white. And uh, I got to introduce uh, DJ Phenom. He's uh, in it Wait. finally. <laughs> uh, you get a slow clap because I'm um, a little, little good late. Brother, you know? <laughs> yeah, because uh, he was fashionably late. Tardy for the party. Man, traffic. Not the, not tardy for the party. Anyway, um, so hold I up, knew she- hold up, Courtney, before you go on, because this nigga tell my traffic. <laughs> this nigga tell my traffic. Hold up, ah, damn it, I ain't got it. I know, I think I know what you was finna hit on his ass. About to fire his ass right on up. No, he was. Anyway. I'll yeah. get, get you later on. <laughs> I want for you. But back to the conference topic at hand. I bet your wife gonna stick around though. For what? Is she di- if he di- if he die, she get the money. Exactly. I'm saying like but I'm saying she go through a divorce, but she go through a divorce completely. It's a chance she might not get all of the money and have all complete uh, have complete control of all his assets. Assets. But if he die, probably his kids get it. His kids probably like her more than they like him anyway. Yeah, yeah you're right. So, because oh, you know, that was the first thing I kind of thought about when I saw it. I was like, oh no, not Dr. Dre. But then I was like, well, you know, you was Ryan beating bitches ass early, and you know, he was young. Sometimes. 
Yeah, he was huh? around here beat, beating bitches' ass. Now. He did it when he was younger, right? <sighs> Listen, Misha Lay almost died. It don't matter. How, how, how young, how, when, what is the, like, the age, like, you was a kid, um, just going upside bitches' heads when you was a kid. Like, <laughs> what, what age? Because, because you, you like, like, oh, he's just a child. Like, <laughs> you was a hip hop legend, but you was just a child. Right. You know that sounds kind of like what Dre was talking about. How your 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 thing reset, and I just that ain't um, your wholeness can't be. Yeah, deleted. your whole whatever she said because I can't remember it verbatim. But no, they abuse clock don't reset. He almost killed Michelle. And the only the only way. That could be re- absolved is if you like show contrition. If not, and he basically just like was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about. He ain't he ain't never addressed it or whatever. Like that he lady never- D Barnes. I think he recently like said something to her, but he basically like not only did he whip that lady ass, but he also like got her like blackballed from the industry. Like she had a rough yeah. ass life. She did, and she can sing. D. Barnes can sing. I mean, not. Oh, sorry, my bad. Because I'm still thinking about Michelle. No, yeah, I'm talking about the lady that he. Um, yeah, my who bad. As he whipped, that she was a reporter. All she did was ask him a question <laughs> about uh, <laughs> NWA or some shit, and this nigga went off. That's two women he asked he whipped. Well, ain't no telling. It might be a long list of them. It might be. It might be, and yeah. and also too because when so. When anyway, when it happened, I was just like, "Oh no, not Dr. Dre!" But then I was like, "You know what? That karma be coming due, Brandon. Don't even start about what you don't there believe." Ain't no in. damn karma. That's like a billionaire. Sure. You know, but then for? also, I was like, well, "Is that wow. even what? I, is that even my brain explode and me knocking somebody upside the head? That ain't the even trade. <laughs> that, that, that ain't, ain't karma. Hit two times harder though." But Who you say know, that? karma don't Everybody always come the way that you dish it out. Say what it's now? Still a negative and a negative. Karma don't always come back the way you dish it out. It's still a negative and a negative. It don't matter about. I'm saying like, what's the? Uh, a, it kind of adds up though. He went outside somebody's head and his brain explodes. Uh, yeah, damn. And look at Phenom making the connection. Look at that. <laughs> Go ahead, Phenom. Yeah, okay, late ass. Yeah, come and make a connection. But damn, the nigga, <laughs> nigga, a billionaire almost though. Oh yeah, I mean he did some good business. Now I ain't even gonna hold you. He but yo, you want to, you want to know the irony or something though? Hmm. That his headphone lines is called Beats by Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I got like eight pair of them shits too. Oh, but you know what else? I just remembered and his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> his daughter just did like an interview and was like she hadn't heard from him in like twenty plus years. He doesn't acknowledge her. All she wants is a relationship. She doesn't want his money. He's never saw his grandkids. Wow. And she like 27 or 37. I don't, something like that. But she just came 37. Like, she 37? 37. So she yep. hasn't seen him in 17 years. Yep. I knew it was almost 20. She literally just came out with that last month. And this nigga had a whole ass aneurysm. Let me tell you something. If this, if, if this is his daughter and all this stuff true, he might, Connor might have been like, maybe you might need a little head, need a little bit more than that aneurysm because ain't no place on this. You can't be no deadbeat ass daddy. Deadbeat and daddies be winning. They got all the Jordans and shit. But is she living <laughs> lavish though? Huh? Is she living lavish? His Who? daughter? No. Nah, she, she, well, she says she don't, you know, money's not what she wants. Man, um, no, all rich motherfuckers say, man. Hey, she said she's doing this on home. Give her my bank account and tell her to say that shit, all right? 
Yeah, okay. She didn't want that bread, just like uh, Megan the Stallion sister, half sister. Oh, now her sister did. Her sister was wrong as hell now. Her, uh, yeah, her sister was wrong, but she wanted that bread. Talking about you, you, don't, you don't got no relationship with your um. You don't give a fuck about that relationship. You want some of that adi 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Imagine, it gotta be hard to be like famous like that and listen i couldn't even imagine because i don't have relationships with some of my siblings or, or and some of my family in general and i couldn't imagine coming into some money or being quote unquote someone's celebrity and people start talking to me because bitch i'm gonna be on the shade room because bitch i know you fucking lying if it, don't you call me i don't know you and yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I, I think that's commonplace for a lot of celebrities and, and people that are thrust into the spotlight. Like you're put into a situation where you're opening yourself up to any and everybody who's ever known you at any point in your life to come in and say, hey, look, you know, you you know, can you do this or can you do that with the hands out? I never want to be because I, I did. I, I did. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever want to be famous. I don't ever want nobody to be like, oh, yeah, I used to know. Uh-uh. Just be quiet. Hmm. Well, we wish Dre a speedy recovery. Do we? Just kidding. That's fucked up. I'm just kidding. And uh, I hope Kanye, maybe Kanye and Kim divorcing gonna make him like he had a mental break. Maybe it'll make him like break again and then it'll fix it. Um, <laughs> and we send our condolences to the family of Eric Jerome Dickey. Yeah. Um, y'all go okay. read his book, one of his books. Some of them, y'all like do like Courtney have a book club and read like three of them this year. Um, but yeah, y'all, we know why y'all came here today, though. Yeah, let's. I just come from the po- yeah. Oh, one of Doctor Dre people. Look at that. <laughs> I this is work. I'm sorry, I'm real. That one of these people. Anyway, y'all. Uh, I didn't know. Did y'all know that the last episode was the penultimate episode? I didn't know that. Say what? The the what episode? Penultimate. That means it's the next to last, the episode before the finale. Courtney, you were the finale. The last episode. Not this episode that we're doing. The last episode. The episode we reviewed last week. Yeah. That was was the next to last episode. Oh, we said that though. I didn't know that. You said it on the show last week. I was sleeping. Oh shit! I was sleeping. I didn't know. Niggas confused me just now. Niggas is on this. I was like, damn, that was a good finale. I was like, finale. (laughs) 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 Not, and we said that several times. I ain't heard it because I literally said I felt like Tommy was gonna come back on the finale and he go Brandon. He came. He came. I said that. I, I didn't say it. I said he wasn't coming back. And but one of the testosterones has said it, and the estrogen. <laughs> one of the testosterone. I, I said that I thought that uh, I thought that they would use Tommy for a connect because they was running did. out. Yeah, 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 that's what B said. Yeah. And when you it did. started off, I did thought Tommy was the connect though. Nah, I knew Tommy wasn't connect. I'm saying because like everything that happened, she just had popped the old boy, and the Tommy showed up and shoot up the bar. I didn't know. I didn't feel like he was going to Tasha. I thought he was coming out to them at first. Oh no! Oh, no I, I knew he was going to Tasha. They knew he wanted to connect because Rico was the connect. But I thought time was supplying Rico. No. no. Oh no! I ain't. Nah, because Tommy, Tommy had left town. Like he wasn't even in all that. Like, he yeah. was gone. How did he hear about him? The news. 
the news. Like they they was all Met the man the went on the news and he was like, We um start the man search for Tommy on E. Oh, I must have I, I missed that part. I, I told you I only watched it once. As soon as I saw the press outside when Tasha got out of jail, I was like, "Oh, Tommy coming!" And it, I was, I, it was so good to sit down. And was like, I was right. Mm. I had told him <laughs> I was right, and he coming. I knew that. Now there was a part where I did think that he was still going to be the connect, remembering what Brandon said or whichever one of y'all I thought was saying at the time. Whenever Tyree was like, "I got something that'll be beneficial to all of us," I definitely thought he was going to give. Tommy the proposition at that point to be the connect. But then when I saw the blow up, I knew Hold on, let's let's go through the episode before y'all yeah, jumping yeah, all yeah. around. Uh the episode starts off with uh Monet and she meets up with her new enforcer Rico. Uh which was an odd scene for oh, one. Yeah. I don't know if anybody noticed that Mary or Monet at the start of the scene, she had a light brown Louis bag. Mm-hmm. By the time she got to the car and sat it on the car, it was a dark brown Louis bag. Oh, those are new Louis bags. Oh, Louis bags. Oh, they changed. They changed colors. Yeah, changed colors. That's the millionaires. Um, making all the shit. Yeah, they changed by the time you. Yeah. Get, you walk five steps in the chain. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it changed with the weather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except the weather was the same. But she kills him. <laughs> then they go to another part of the city, and Kane is uh disposing of Ramirez's body. Um, but for some reason he keep the the gun and the badge. And the badge, yeah. Um I'll that away for later. Yeah. And then Monet, she's blowing up his phone and don't understand why he and she don't understand why he don't answer. Then we go to school and we see Tariq, he's dressed up for court and he runs the class and he learns that it's counsel because of the, the investigation they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um and he notices Everett walking into the room while speaking to Lauren. Who is Lauren? Oh, blonde. That's, 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 the, that's the blonde chick. Yeah, that's the what? That's the blonde girl in oh, his class. In, oh, the girl um, that, in that, that class. The uh, that the had up, that dumbass boyfriend. The uppity yeah. girl. Yeah. Um, who is Everett? Everett is uh, uh um the boyfriend. Uh, that's not the boyfriend. Everett, Everett is Drew guy. Oh, the basketball player. Yeah, yeah Drew boyfriend. That's Drew that ain't his boyfriend. They just having sex. Man, that, that Drew boyfriend. That, that, Drew boyfriend. Least, that boy ain't want. That boy ain't want nothing Drew, to do with At least Drew thinks so. No, Drew. That's boyfriend. Drew boyfriend, but Drew, um, he ain't Everett boyfriend. Drew, Drew know. Drew know. Drew know. That man hot. Because Everett ain't gay in his eyes. Hey, ain't yeah. that usually how it go? One person in the relationship, the other oh. one ain't. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> uh, Everett tells Jabari and Carrie about the night he and Zeke got jumped. Um, he tells that uh, Drew and changes his story several times, blaming it on the alcohol. Yeah, because he was like, Yeah, it was Drew. And he was like, Well, I, I don't know his name. And but old girl kept giving him a hint, too, though. The professor. Old girl was trying to divert him. Yeah. yeah. Like, she was like, He was drunk, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, she was. She was. Monet done got in that ass. <laughs> so she, she, was, she was out there shook. She was yeah, like, yep. Yeah, no, it wasn't Zeke. No, and you don't, no, you don't know. You was drunk. How many drinks mm-hmm. you had? Yeah. Yeah, and they they the uh, prefer, they both of them agreed to, to not tell Detective Santana, uh, Laz Alonzo, um, and then Zeke shows up at uh, Carrie's office, and then Jabari notices how he touches her arm. Mm-hmm. Now now he know who it is for real, right? Because he been on my nerves, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, he been waiting to. Why would he think it would be Tariq? Like, damn, like. 
Cause he was just a hating ass nigga on Tariq though. But I'm saying like <laughs> uh, all the people like Tariq is a like Tariq even look like a kid. Like you think she that much <laughs> of a sex like thing? Listen, that dude. That, listen, she's a sex addict, right? And I was in the I was in the uh, I was on that whatever that new uh, social media thing is Clubhouse. Clubhouse. I was on Clubhouse in the room like two nights ago. Mm. And talking about the finale, I was like, "Yo, you know you got to be trash when a sex addict don't want you no more." Like, yeah, <laughs> she ain't much of a sex. Addict. But they did have sex though. A lot. Yeah, they did, but she ain't like she said. I'm a certified sex addict, and she don't want you no more. And you know she a sex addict, and like you're like you so want her, and you so whooped or jealous or whatever that you just you, every little thing that you see she's messing with them but you know why though because you just made it you made it clear in my mind she a sex addict and he's so in trying to figure it out because he knows she a sex addict he knows she getting her fix from somewhere else oh yeah he, she come on fix. somebody <laughs> also also in that you got to remember from the day that tyreek Tariq, excuse yeah. me, was brought up. He has been obsessed with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jabari has been obsessed with Tariq from Sp- the beginning, from saying no, he don't belong, and to f- for him coming. And it's just based on Tariq's perception of everything. This is how he's still in Tariq's work and passing it off as his and writing a book about Tariq. And he don't even know what the fuck he's getting into. So yeah. in his mind, it gotta be because he obsessed with this woman and he obsessed with Tariq. And this woman is sex addict and she gotta be fucking someone. And when Tariq did that final paper, he talking about him and Lauren. About how Lauren chose him, uh-huh. and he think he talking about their whole situation. Only uh-huh. thing, only thing I, I I disagree with with you on that is that I don't think he really is obsessed with Tariq. I think he just he just want he he was he's a jealous dude. Like well, no, nah, not not even I mean that too. But I think that he's he so intrigued. He's so intrigued by Tariq's story, and he knows it'll sell him another. Like he's so he want to get back in his bestseller shit so bad and he'll do anything to do it and he I, he just he's so like Tariq's relatable I don't even no, think he no, thinks Tariq's relatable. relatable he I ain't relatable that, to him he just oh. he just like his story he know his story is intriguing he know no, people I, I, read the story yeah, I'm which with turns you, into an obsession I'm with you B cause like like he's he's trying to get back to the top remember early in the season he wrote that book and the agent was like yeah I can't do nothing with this like you gotta come with something else. Yeah, and so he became obsessed with writing something. Like he he needs he wants that feeling of fame. He wants that power, and I think to a certain degree he thinks that'll up his stock with women as well because it seems yeah. to be a little sense of insecurity within himself with the way he acts um, and, and moves within within the with, within the whole entire season. Like he was having sex with the grad with the grad assistant. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But that's somebody who you pretty much are over. You have control over. So to a certain degree mm-hmm. as a professor, you know, when was the last time you had a woman that was with you and he figures, hey, look, if I could get back to this fame, if I could get back to this book, I could get back to the women. I probably he probably had, which was the reason why him and Carrie don't fuck around no more, because she said that in like the first or second episode was like, yo, you had me. And then you went and did this. You wrote this book and, and you messed with all these women. And so that fame brought that extra stuff into whatever he had, and so he's trying to get back to that. Wasn't the but book that he wrote? He that he wrote. It was about her. Only right? Carrie. Like he 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 yeah. he broke his trust with her because he said you broke my trust. You broke the trust in so many ways. 
Yeah. And it, she was talking about the book itself and then what he had done after the book as well, as far as dealing with other women. So I just think that it's a situation where, you know, he's trying to get back that fame and that feeling of being superior rather than where he is right now. Cause right now he, you, you just a professor nigga that's broke. Like, mm-hmm. Waiting on your advance for on a book that you ain't even wrote yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all gonna talk about Zeke and all the memes? I mean, we ain't got Zeke it. All yet. what? We ain't got it yet. Oh, okay. Um, so Zeke talks to her. Well, I guess this is it right here because he's in the office. He's talking to her, you know, what I'm saying privately, but he and he mad at her because she uh spoke to the cops. And this what he do his horrible monologue. He making all them damn faces. Um. <laughs> yeah, and. and she telling him not to uh, tell his family about who's talking. Um, yeah, this was yeah. She was he was standing up, making them down for looking like a damn clown. And I think Jabari saw them too when they started kissing because he was looking through the damn shades. I don't know if he saw the kiss, but I, he definitely saw him the way he touched her. He saw no because it's like a part where he's like looking through the um. Like uh, through the Blinds. window or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he like turns away and he instantly goes to the computer and starts looking up Zeke like instantly. Yeah, yeah. And that so that's when he finds a picture of Tariq and um, Tariq and, and, and the rest the of the Tejadas at the game. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and that that's when he started putting two and two together. Because mm-hmm. he did remember um, Drew Zeke. Zeke. I'm not Zeke. Uh, Tariq Drew. meeting Drew. Yeah, at that hotel, and that's how he got the course correct and all of that shit. And you know, that's another way that that's another reason why I said in his him in his quest to be to become or to be a best-selling author again, he got obsessed because why is you following this man all the way to the Bronx and listening in on a conversation and finding and because when the detective was in there talking about the whole drowning at the school, he had that information and he could have exposed who Drew was. And there was a picture shown. I can't remember if it was by the detective or who showed the picture and Drew was in the picture and he was like, nobody in the picture was looked familiar because yeah, it looked like, it looked like the signing day. That, it looked like uh, uh, Zeke signing day and like the whole Tejada family. Right. Picture. But my thing is the fact that he didn't say anything. I feel like that, would tie back into his obsession with Tariq in his life and wanting to be a best-selling author again because now he's withholding pertinent information for his own game. Was was he following him? Wasn't he following him just because he thought he was meeting up with Carrie? Yeah. yeah, I yeah. think he was following him to see if he was going to Carrie, especially when he went to a hotel. He was like, yeah, I gotta. Yeah. That it wasn't her. Because that was the episode where uh, they had that assignment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode yeah. seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we then Kane he visits Drew at the hospital and they argue about their family GTG and Tariq. Um. And then Drew uh, kicks Kane out after uh, Kane uh, dry snitches on himself about Ramirez. I'm reading something, <laughs> y'all. If you can't tell. Um. So then we go to court, and in court Tariq takes the stand, and uh. He has his new lawyer in there with him. She's guiding him with her facial expressions. Um, and he tells everyone that Sax was at Truth, that he had a gun the night that uh, Ghost was killed. And Sax tried to change the question, but to Tariq, he keep on talking. And he just mm. tell his story. Um, and he was like, he, you followed me to the cemetery on my birthday. And um, 
Tariq says that uh, somebody drugged his drink when he followed him to the graveside and where he overheard him talking in the cemetery. And then he was like, who who helped me? Who drugged my drink? Um, and then that's when the, the niece was in there too and they show her and she lowered her head. Um, and he was like, uh, objection, redirect, and all kind of shit like that. But then uh, he was like, it was your knees and blah, blah, blah. And then they go in the chambers. Um, A.B., yeah, I think, and and a thing that I I, I liked about this scene, um, I think it became it, it made it kind of full circle, um, for Tamika, um, oh yeah, because it, it just proved like she was the smartest lawyer in the room, like she's just she pretty much guided Tariq and used, um, uh uh she's uh, I hate messing up names, but uses Sax's ambition and. What's Method Man's character name? David Davis. And, McQueen, and, and yeah. McQueen's uh, ambition. And just like, okay, you arrogant motherfuckers. I'm a woman and I'm outsmarting the both of you at the same time. And I'm going to get everybody off at the end yeah. of the day. My client ain't going to jail. Dick McQueen, your client ain't going to jail. She got and lucky that, though because of exactly, the, your ass going to get fired. She got lucky because <laughs> the other lady, the lady that was fucking uh, d- uh, Davis, uh huh. Um, gave Tariq the video. Gave, yeah, gave him the video. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that that was, but it wasn't until she gave Tariq the video that it went to Tamika's hands. And I don't think if the if the video doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, uh, Tamika doesn't end up even back in the in in the in the picture. But I do think that the fact that it came full circle like that it shows that it started off with her getting Tasha off. The the first the first episode she was about to get Tasha off. Yeah, Tasha, and the third, and then for it to go back around, and for her to be still be the smartest person in the room, it's just I thought it was kind of telling of, of like her character. Yeah, she uh, I just I just every time I see her, I just think, don't be playing on my phone. That's every time <laughs> <laughs> don't be playing on my phone. Uh, everything she did, that's all that pops up in her head. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then they go into the judges' chambers and um. They have the little powwow. Um, who is Ott? Is that Ott, the judge? That's that's the DNC dude. Listen. Oh, the yeah, other dude, the white dude. Like, yeah. Uh, you get out. And he, the judge started talking. She said, listen. He said, listen, unless you want to be doing this on support, you get out. And I yeah. was so, like, when, when I realized he had that kind of power, I was like, well, damn, Ott. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got to talk to connections. That, that man treated her. He, he was like Q. You got the juice now. Like Bro, he called. He called. Um, met the man Jason Derulo. <laughs> somebody, you got outsmarted by Jason Derulo. No, you were talking about Tariq. He Tariq. You saw the Tariq. Oh, you talking about Tariq? Oh, yeah. Okay. That that make it even more funnier. Yeah, that make it more funnier. Damn. You got outsmarted by Jason Derulo, boy. Yeah. I got. I died on that part because. <laughs> yeah, so that's when he they give uh, Tasha the deal and say she got a rat on Tommy, and she can go into witness protection. Um, and that was and then the next scene is what what y'all alluded to earlier with uh Tasha leaving out of jail and then all the reporters waiting on her. That's that don't make no sense to me though. Well, David set that up, but no, 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 no. This is what I'm saying. If you know somebody about to go into witness protection, why would you have all of these cameras and shit there? And why would you put them on TV saying what they're about to do? Yeah, that don't make that's sense. because Davis. That's because Davis wanted her to make that statement that, that he off. got her off. Right, and she decided not to read that statement. 
because you got to remember who he is. He wants the power. And remember, initially he said, this is going to be good. They're going to eat this up. I'm going to get Tasha off. This is going to be my biggest case. Mm -hmm. The money is going to start pouring in. It's all about greed. It's all about that power. Yeah, and, no and, and like y'all said, um, I think it was Courtney said that that was when he said that they would um, start the manhunt for uh, Tommy Egan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tasha tried to get Tariq to pack so they can run. Um, but then he worried about, you know what I'm saying, helping out Monet. Um, I think he was more worried about getting out of the business with Monet. Monet. You just can't walk off of some shit like that, bro. Yeah, but I mean, he don't want, but, it, but he's, he's, he, he kind of like got her in a position where she need him because she got rid of all of her corner dudes, and basically he was the main person selling for her. Gotcha. So he didn't want to leave her high. And dry. I think he said that to his mama too. He didn't really want to leave her high and dry. He wanted to get that settled first. Um, and, but Tasha was like she'll handle it. So then they go to uh, campus and they have this little discussion with Riley and Braden, um, and uh. She tell him that uh, Tariq gonna get him hurt or killed. Mm. Um, Zeke, I, I said Zeke. Damn, Zeke visits Tariq in his room and catches up, catches him up about basketball players being questioned and Drew's name coming up. Um, and he said he can't get in touch with Drew, but want to let him know. Um, oh yeah, and and uh, Tariq didn't know about the GTG situation. Um. He meets with Diana. Um, he informs her Drew's name came up in the investigation, and she's worried about Kane. And Tariq tells her he has her back. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, that was yeah, um, yeah. Because when Drew, to, I mean, damn, when Zeke told him, um, uh, Tariq was like, "What? Y'all got jumped?" Yeah, this nigga was get trying not to get murdered. Right. Yeah. Um. So later on, Tariq bumps into Braden, who still wants to keep going with the app operation, even though Tasha's trial is over. Um, so they said they'll talk later. And after uh, receiving Jabari's text to come by, Tariq goes to his office. Uh, Jabari talks about the investigation. Zeke and Drew, He then, then, then this is what he do. This is what he fuck up at. You know what I'm saying? He got bold. He tell Tariq he knows he's involved in everything. Um, the Tejada's drug dealing and the gang. He then makes a pitch to write about Tariq's life in a novel and offers to share the advance. Um, but then Jabari uh, blackmails him with a smile and the notion that the cops could find out all about it. And uh, that's when uh, Laz Alonzo, a.k.a. Santana, walks into the <laughs> office um, to check on the interviews. Um, and that's when Tariq leaves. And... Uh, he telling me to think about it. And he wrote something down on the paper. Then he tell him this was like your assignment or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Somebody was he, saying. He wrote down a number for how much money. Right. Yeah, that's really what he wrote down. But he, but when he handed, because when he handed it to him, Santana was in there, right? Yeah. Right. And he told him he was like, yeah, this is your assignment to get back with me or whatever. And I feel like he don't even realize he thought he was being smart by scheduling Tyreek to come in or asking Tyreek to come in at that time, knowing that him and the detective would overlap as if he like, I feel like he thought like, oh, this is good. This is going to make it look like this is really something not even knowing like now you just signed your death certificate because if if his life is this intriguing and you know what he into, why? Why would you even? Oh, uh, would you threaten him like that? Right, like, why would you even play? Because also, like, oh well, that's me going too far. I'm a cheer. Never you know, I, I thought was, it was. 
Oh, go ahead. No, I will say that I think that I I, I agree with you there, Courtney. But as on a, on another note, I think he always underestimated Tariq, just like pretty much almost everybody did, and he kept saying, "You're a good kid." You just dealt a. You were just dealt a bad hand. He don't and know Tariq was rich. He don't know Tariq. He don't. He don't know Tariq's circumstances. He don't know what he's done. And I have found myself many a time being in a situation where, oh man, this kid's just a good kid. Sometimes no, they just bad motherfuckers. Like sometimes they just got some shit with them, and you can't help them. Like sometimes it's just that. And and and. and and file that away for later because he's Tariq's going to make a statement later on. Right. And that's I, what, and I was just getting ready to make that same statement. Yeah. I, yeah he's going to say something later in the episode. But I just think that he, he got caught up once he figured out that Tariq wasn't the one having sex with Carrie. He got caught up with, yo, I could use him as a subject for my book. You mm-hmm. know, he's from the hood. He'll take this money. He ain't never seen no money. So I could offer him this money. I could blackmail him. I could do this and get him to come in and do this book because the money is there. I'm going to just throw this money in his face. And Tariq looking at him like, nigga, please. Mm-hmm. Like, right. And and I thought it was so crazy because as much as he would hop on that little raggedy ass computer and be ready to type in somebody's name and look up something, he didn't look as deeply into Tariq as you would think he would have yep. if he's making a book about someone's life. You know what I'm saying? Because if he had, he would have known a lot more about where Tariq came from and and to to not even, not even be so arrogant and think that you really got a one-up because that's really what he, what he thought. Yeah, something else about this scene. I'm going to save it for later. Um, something y'all said, but I'm, I'm going to save it for later. Something I thought about. Um, so the next scene uh, is Tasha. She's at Monet's bar. She want to buy Tariq out of the game. They go back and forth. Um, and uh, Tasha says something like, you know, this is my son or whatever. Monet was like, Tariq is a man. Um, and he the man you made him to be or whatever. Um, and she was like, she ain't going to give him up or whatever. Um, y'all all right? Something on the computer? Yeah, that's... My 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 fault, bro. Oh, <laughs> um, I got I got alerts popping off. My oh, fault. Okay, as they chat, uh, somebody starts shooting. They hit the deck. Uh, the dude that uh, was with Monet, her muscle, he get killed. And uh, after it stopped, Tasha run to the window. And she see the blue Mustang drive out. I thought that was corny. You thought it was corny? Yeah, because didn't they, didn't they fuck up that blue car? No, that car. No, he bought a new one. He had bought a new one at the oh, end okay. of uh, season six. At the mm-hmm. end of season that's, six, can remember he when he killed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still, that's still corny. What? <laughs> I thought it was corny. trademark. Man. I thought it was a good way to. I thought it was a good way to bring Tommy back into the fold. I like, thought it was a real good way to bring him back into the fold because I knew he was coming. I just didn't know how the how? fuck he was coming. Yeah, they they could have did something else. I'm sorry. Oh God! Because in my mind, knowing who Tommy is, it was just like you would just see him, and all of a sudden you would see boots. Or shoes, and he's stepping, and he's looking around, and boom, he in New York. Yeah, because that wasn't a clean hit either. He can't do that because he can't. It wasn't a hit at all. You know, he was supposed to be trying to kill Tasha, but it wasn't a clean hit because she was literally inside a fucking building. You're outside. Well, I understand that, but I I still feel like, as far as the show is concerned, I thought it was a good way to write write him in to this point because initially, before you see the blue Mustang, you think it's Rico coming back to try to finish off. Well, well, Rico Rico did. Did. I'm sorry, it's Rico people. I'm sorry. Right. It's Rico people coming to retaliate for Rico being dead. 
Nah, they ain't, even, they ain't even gave me a chance to think. Soon as it, and then he was a good bit of shoot. It was a good bit of shooting before before you actually because the shooting time. Uh, 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 Tasha hit the deck. Monet hit the deck. Then dude was shooting and he got shot. Then Monet shoots back out the window, and it isn't really until Tasha goes to the window after a good bit of shooting that you actually see. So it gives you a few minutes to process. Hey, look, like. Damn, them boy done retaliated. And when you see the damn mustache, you like, oh shit, Tommy back. Hold on. So Tommy oh, trying to take that ass out. Y'all seen how Monet was shooting out the ones like she really gonna hit somebody like that? Oh no, 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 that shit there was too much. Like that. Monet was Monet was fighting for her life at that point, though. I will say that. They, I give her that. They could have like, they could have had a, a better uh better way to introduce Tommy than that. Oh god. Okay, Brandy. <laughs> no, no, I, I think I think they did a good job of that. I thought they did a good job of the misdirection on that. I guess if y'all say so. Um, <laughs> you let me see. Some shit corny, man. I, no, I ain't saying it corny. I just think they could have did a better job. They've been. How would you have wrote it? That part, the introducing Tommy. Yes. Uh, I that whole I would have cut that whole scene of her oh, wow. asking for of her asking for him back and all of that. Um. I, I, w- I would have had Tommy like leave a, a, a something like a memento in uh in Tariq's room to let him know that he back and only Tariq would know it or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And then Tariq go out and now the scene with him later on standing on the car, that was hard. But um yeah, just to shoot it. Like he tried to kill Tasha, like we know that's what he wants to do. That's been the goal ever since Keisha was gone. Oh yeah, cause she yeah 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 he yeah, did, he, he always knew. To nah, he keep, let he let her out with Tasha though after a certain point. But when she tried I to throw, she tried to put throw, she thought he felt like she was throwing him up under the bus and shit. So he was like really fuck this bitch, you know? Yeah yeah. Um, he tried, he tried to let it ride. He he did. I give him that. He tried to let it ride. Yeah, so after the shoot, and that's when Tasha, she go to the dorm, and she try to get him to rush and pack up, and then she was like, you, we got to go. Time is a killer. He was like, so am I, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to go yet. At this point, she feel, she realized he's not a baby anymore. Yeah. Yeah, unlike Jody. Jody, he still think he a baby, and Jody mama what? had to tell him, you're not a baby anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he tell his you know, mama. When you look at it. When you look at it, he got a couple bodies. What he got two bodies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tariq got two bodies, two close range. I mean, he kill his daddy. You kill your daddy. That's the only body you need if you kill your own parent. Yeah, you're, you're a dark motherfucker. Yeah, bro. you kill your parent or somebody in your family. You don't need more than that for me to fear you. Um, but he tell her to calm down and to go get Yaz and why he try to get the money straight. Um, and that's what he see uh, Jabari number. Uh. The next scene is Monet and Lorenzo. They up in prison, um, and they discuss Rico and Ramirez. And Lorenzo tells her to uh, get Kane back on the team because she need, you know, what I'm saying she need a hitter. Um, and she said she tell him she need Ramirez. Um, and once Lorenzo mentions no one knew about Ramirez work with him, that's when uh, Monet realizes that he probably did. So then she confronts Kane in his warehouse. This nigga got a whole warehouse. About Ramirez, he's so stupid. He so he uses um, Ramirez's name in the past tense. He said something like, um, "Yeah, I forgot what, exactly what he said, but he, said, he used to be. He was. He was. Yeah, 
And she was like, was? Then she pulled mm-hmm. a pistol out on him. No, uh, yeah, she walked in with the pistol. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That man was getting ass. Yeah, because she did. Yeah. He was smashing that girl. Yeah, that. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> and she go off on him about his bad choices. Um, He brings up Tariq. And uh, she tells him that she can trust Tariq, but she can't trust Kane. Which is true, because she killed him. She killed a damn. He killed the person who could keep him out of trouble, keep everybody out of trouble. Yeah, well, that's emotion. I think the thing with Kane, and I think the reason that they saw, the reason why even Lorenzo felt as though Drew had to be the one to lead um, the, the, the family after he was gone or whatever to take over was because he knew Kane was an emotional dude. Um, he's just, he, he, all of his decisions are emotional decisions because of how I feel I'm going to do this because of how I feel I'm going to do that. And, and, uh, uh, he's more of a soldier rather than a leader. And he's stupid. And he's stupid. Yeah. Um, and I even go back to like one of your favorite shows, um, be the wire when in season one where D is kind of explaining the chessboard, I think like um, Kane is more of the pawn as D put it. Like, Hey, these are the, these are the soldiers. These are the guys that go out and just do the work. And mm-hmm. that's what Lorenzo saw Kane as as well. Yo, you need a hitter. This is the person that you're going to tell him to do something. He just, he's supposed to just go, he, he going to go do it. Whoever you got to kill, he going to go ahead and make it happen. Cause he loved that shit. He loved to kill and chop up a body. Yep. He well, I ain't gonna get into what he is, what uh how D'Angelo was describing everybody. But uh so uh Tariq, he tracks down Tommy, he go to Cash House. Is that the same cash? Yeah. That's that that is the same cash. Okay. They did recast cash. Okay. And he waiting at his car. Um Tommy ain't happy to see him. He talking shit and don't call me Uncle T no more. I hate that accent too. <laughs> You've said that since day one. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that that black scent he try to do. <laughs> and he tell him that Tasha's on his hit list. Um, and then Tariq offers up a solution to get the feds up off him. Um, nah, Tariq did threaten him. Now I give him that. And Tommy's what? like, I want all the smoke. What is? I want that smoke. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm gonna protect my mom's. I'm gonna do everything to protect my mom. And Tommy's yeah. like, I want all the smoke. I give him that. He threatened Tommy. Yeah, he did. He did. Tommy <laughs> could have shot him right there. Yeah. I'm not even gonna hold you. That whole um exchange, I was feeling that. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. I was feeling that whole exchange. I from the get your bony ass off my car to the I'm a, I'm gonna kill your mama to yeah I owe her one for Keisha too. And I I fuck with the whole exchange. I like the whole thing. Hmm. Um. So then we have uh, Tasha. She coming out of what well, she was coming out of some business, and she get in her car, and then sacks in the back. And this, you forgot about sex on so having sex first with some other chick. Yeah, yeah, sex was. When he got the phone call. Uh, uh, it ain't really that matter. It was a vaccine. It was a vaccine. Yeah, it was a vaccine. Cause he, I'm going back. Who who get out of pussy to go to work? Somebody who really wants their job back. Yeah, <laughs> well, he was getting, he was getting, uh, he was getting sympathy sex. Cause yeah. she was a who was that lady? She was a lawyer or something. They all look alike. Um, <laughs> she she was a lawyer or something too. I thought initially I thought it was that one girl with the black hair that McLean had called in to testify that kind of talked with that drag. You know what I'm talking about? Oh no, I know you talking about. When I looked at, I was no, like, that okay, definitely not her. So she, I don't even know. I don't recall this woman talking about the lady that um. 
What happened to her? She got fired too, didn't it? She had got fired after because she was the um, judge was like, I'm going to we're going to release this transcript and you're going to have to speak with your superiors, blah, blah, blah. She was more she was more um, more obsessed with getting Tasha locked up than um, any damn body. But then she was obsessed with um, sex getting caught up when she testified with McLean. Oh, yeah, because she knew sex was dirty. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um. Well, he well, sex learns Tommy back in town. Um, and they he say he stole his mama BMW to go out to Tasha. Um, so yeah, sex is in the backseat of uh Tasha's car. Um, in the daytime, and they know that uh Tommy gonna try to get or whatever. Um, but all of them they got a little plan. So Tommy he follows um Tasha's car, but then he figure out the feds is behind him. So then it's a car chase and it's uh oh god and it's damn industrial district. <laughs> um, and the car track crashes into a gas pump and explodes. But I already seen all that shit coming. As soon as they start the car chase, I was like, yeah, he about to wreck and fake his Yeah, deal. fake his deal. <coughs> um, excuse me. Um and some and sex made Tasha go. Back toward the danger, which is <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, stupid. turn around, turn around. He was like, he trying to kill me. He was like, I don't care, go back. Yeah. Um. The same way that was a dumb decision. The same way how it was when he was like, after this stop sign, pr- push the gas. That was dumb because yeah. definitely, you definitely know, like that was dumb. Yeah. Um. But I mean, anybody knew that time. Everybody know Tommy wasn't dead. I'm just spoiled that. Right, everybody knew. Yeah, everybody knew that. Um, so then the next scene is it's nighttime. And Tariki's he meets the bar in the park to get that bread as he promised. Um, for the story. Um, but then Jabbar again, all he should have did was just leave. But he tried to pressure Tariq about the incident at the pool. Then he names Drew, and then that's when uh, a shot rang out in this cane, and he accuses Tariq of setting up the Tejadas. He think he the police. He think um. Uh, Jabari the police or something um, And that's when Tariq tells him That he a professor And if they both dead It'll bring the heat down on Monet and Zeke um, And then he brings How many times Kane messed up Convincing him He can make all the drama go away um, Tariq think he his damn daddy He then <laughs> said They need to do something about Jabari And they can do it with Ramirez's gun How did Tariq know that was on Ramirez's gun? Um, well, because, you know, at this point, Diana had already told that Kane killed Ramirez when he oh, met Diana yeah. at the restaurant. Yeah, that is right. So he just taking a wild guess. I mean, because and also because Kane's stupid. Duh, that's Ramirez's gun. Let me see if this will play. Yeah, I thought he said, hold I on, bet that's on, Ramirez's gun. Oh, that's a that's a that's a GF, my bad. I thought it was a video. Yeah, he said, I bet, yeah, yeah, he did say that. I bet that's Ramirez gonna, and, and damn, um, Kane looked like damn Bobby Brown. Um, <laughs> so he get a kid, he get a gun to Tariq, and, um, he tell him to go where lots of people are, which would be an alibi, your dumbass, but he don't even listen. Then Tariq turns towards Jabari with the gun, and he explains that his family comes first, and that he knows too much. And he's still trying to talk with blood rushing out his mind and shit. Um, and that's when he shoots him in the head. But everybody saw that coming. 
And Cain is behind the tree smiling. I, I wonder, why was he behind the trees um, smiling? Because, you know, he didn't believe that Tariq was going to do it. You know, even when I feel like because even the whole time Tariq was talking, it made sense to Cain because Cain's stupid, but he just still wants to hate Tariq so bad. So he's going to go hide behind the tree and see what it is, because I feel like he in his mind, Tariq is going to let the guy go. It ain't he ain't even going to do nothing that he said. But it also gave him insight to hear Tariq and find out a little bit about who the fuck Tariq is, because he don't know. But I mean, he was he was smiling like. He was smiling like he was recording it. Like, yeah, I got his ass now. No, I, I, he was I, smiling I, like he was proud. Yeah, yeah, he smiled. He was him wrong. I'm with, I'm with you, Courtney. Like, he smiled like, yo, my nigga. Right. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know he was like that. Right. Like, we can rock because I ain't know you was like that. But we uh, can right. rock. He never. You gotta remember, he never trusts Tariq. He's always thought Tariq was like a rich schoolboy. Never knew what nothing that was going on. So you know, him and Jabari have completely opposite ideas of who the fuck Tariq is, and none, neither one of them know. And so him standing on the other side of that tree, he gets to hear a little bit, like I said, about who Tariq is, because Tariq says some things, honestly. And yeah, that's why Jabari got to die, and he was proud. I feel like he was standing behind the tree, looking stupid, but like a proud parent, because. Now, all of a sudden, all this hate you have for Tariq, everything everyone else was saying finally makes sense to him because Monet, Diana, Drew, all them being on some like, why are you so obsessed with Tariq being a bad guy? Mm. Okay. Well, the next scene, well, we know Sax, Sax got fired, right? Yeah. 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 So Cleaning out his desk and shit. Yeah, he packing yeah, he up his office. that, and uh, that's when Davis walks in. He get offers Sachs a job at his firm since he knows all of the secrets of the U.S. Attorney's Office. Um, Sachs back at it, goddammit. Um, so back at the dorm, Tariq gets a call from Tommy, from Tommy um, to confirm the feds bought his uh, fake death. Um, Tommy lies and says he's getting on the highway, and Tariq lies and says his family is running away. Um, not to worry about Tasha testifying. They was running away though. Yeah, they were, um, but they had a little some shit to do. So Tariq calls someone for a favor before meeting his mom at the cemetery. Um, and Tasha and uh, Tariq have a little conversation, whatever. That's when Tommy rolls in, rolls up, but then the agents roll up in the caravan. Um, nah, Tariq Tommy's about to pop there, um, pop Tasha. Tommy didn't roll up. Tommy was he was, was already there. Yeah, he, he was, was in the shadows. Yeah. yeah, he was in the shadows. Yeah, Tariq hey, called him to put put Tasha in the um. Witsack. How you know it called Witsack? That what they called it Witsack. I don't know they called Witsack. What is Witsack? <laughs> Witness protection. Witness uh, protection. Uh, yeah, I thought you was reading over my damn shoulder. Oh, a b, bro. You missed it. There was a scene we missed that I, I think is a little bit uh, uh, when um. Uh, Carrie and Zeke are in the are in Carrie's house, and Carrie reads an email that says, "I was wrong about you, but you were right about me. I'm gonna fix it. Can we talk tomorrow?" From Jabari, so I think that's something that's gonna lead into. And I don't know if that was Tariq doing that or if it was Jabari actually doing that email. I don't know which one it was, um, but I think that's gonna lead us into season two. I think. I think it really was Jabari. I feel like he was finally broken and he realized like, damn, it ain't Tariq. Cause I feel like he definitely thought it was Tariq. He had a vendetta against Tariq, but 
it was definitely maybe he felt like to I, I just feel like knowing that confirmation that it was Zeke changed the game for him and hurt his ego more than it would have had it had been Tariq. Because I think he because he was wrong. So I get right. that stuff. Yeah, that's the wrong. only thing that hurt his ego. I'd have felt better that this little twelve year old wasn't fucking my old lady. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's a star it basketball player. It was the basketball star. Uh, just in the look on her face before she read the email with his own Zeke said something to her like, "Man, this nigga." <laughs> oh no! Nah, nope. Uh-uh. But then it almost seems like it seems like, and in the scene, like in that scene, it almost seems like Carrie feels like, "Yo, all right, well, shoot." I think she interpreted that email wrong because Zeke comes in. He's like, ding, ding, time for round two. And she seems almost relieved that the that the email was sent. She's like, yo, shit, we can get it on now. She seemed relieved, but I also feel like she saw, she felt hesitant. Like, oh, what? Like, he really is finally acknowledging because you got to think how egotistical Jabari is. He ain't never acknowledged no wrong yeah. or that she's ever even right. He kind of mm-hmm. always seems to undermine her. So in her mind, it's like, oh, wait, like, what? who is this? Or, or what do you even mean? Or just taking a back that yeah. he's taking some form of accountability and apologizing in the same sentence. Do you think that brought up old feelings? Because that's what it kind of yeah, looked like it, a little it, bit. It did look like that. And that's why I, um, whenever she did lay back down to have sex with Zeke, I was like, okay, looked- she was hesitant. She definitely a sex addict, but she was hesitant because... She was kind of feeling something because ultimately I think that's the thing that got under her skin the most about Jabari, his audacity, his ego, and the fact that he just never thought he was wrong. He's literally right about everything. Well, she ain't feeling shit. No, that nigga did. Yeah, he feeling right in the by and by. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Tasha Lee with the feds and that's when Tariq grabbed... uh, I mean, Tommy Tom grabbed Tariq by the throat and like, yeah, you think you slick. He dropped him like a little boy, too. He yeah. That oh, nigga. yeah. He is a little boy. <laughs> I'm saying he signed that nigga, man. I've been saying all episode, this boy 12. He's still 12. <laughs> um, so he should have t- popped Tasha when he had the chance. Um, and that's when, uh, well, oh, yeah, he promised to kill her. But that's when he feel a gun in the back of his head. And who could it be? Dun, dun, dun. That's what I was gonna do too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I was gonna do that too. Thank you, I needed that. Uh, and it's Monet and her bad acting. I've been waiting to ask you this question since I watched the episode. Uh huh. And what did you think about Monet's line in response to what Tommy said when he was like, "Who got the balls to pull a strap on me?" What did you think about? Like, oh, she said, I moment. knew she, I, I was like, oh, she about to say she ain't got no balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I'm waiting to hear what B response is to just not only Monet's line, but Mary's acting out of that line. How, how is it that she acted better on Umbrella Academy than this? Well, because I think that she did, she she was a different character on Umbrella Academy. She definitely was a different this, character, I think, bro. I think, I think <laughs> that's this, what I'm she saying. Why could she be like? She had to try. She tried too hard. I think she wasn't. This. But hold up, she was the same. She was she was the same character in, in Umbrella Academy, though. Yeah, asshole and a killer. Yeah, yeah, no. But I think in this, she she, I think she tried to overplay the strong black woman role. 
She tried to kind of be like, hey, look, I got to be the single parent. I'm the one that's raising these kids. Um, Lorenzo got locked up. I'm the one that got to lead this family. I always got to be angry all the time. And I just think she kind of overacted that. I know she overplayed that New York York shit. Huh? She she overplayed the New York shit. Yeah, I just think she overplayed. No, I just think she nah, overplayed. I'm going to be with Courtney now. She, she New York. That I'll start to call her the B-word. She from Yonkers. She yeah. I'm just saying, but you know what it's like? The stereotype, the stereotype for a girl from New York is always angry and always thug the fuck out. You don't oh. never see that showing them grown females happy from New York, bro. I, I don't... I, yeah, uh, being from New York, I, I cannot... <laughs> I cannot. Uh, I'm agree. saying like I'm saying the stereotype for females. I'm saying the stereotype. I didn't say it was true, but I'm saying every time you see a female from New York, she Woman. always angry. Woman, she well, my bad. <laughs> Women from New York, she always angry. She always t- uh, talking with a deep ass voice. Always uh, hey, saying something. Hey, I did. Hey, 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 Ross, don't worry about it. Next time you come to my crib, I'm gonna put you on the phone, my sister. Make nah. those same statements, and we see what happens. I'm not about like, to fight I'm your sister, bro. He's gonna let that ride. He's gonna let that ride. Well, I'm just saying. I think she she just like going into that narrative. I think they just gave her that part, and and she just overacted it. And I think that that's what made it a little bit much for her in that moment was it was like, yo, she got to be like, at what point was Monet not yelling at somebody in this whole damn season? She was always yelling. Because even in, even fucking Ramirez. She was treating him like Protect me. Protect me. Yeah. She she can't even come in peace. Man, go the fuck home. Get out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She can't even orgasm in peace. Like, she just (laughs) <laughs> the kids can't eat breakfast. They, they can't. The kids can't even breathe. Yeah. Go upstairs. Go to your room. Give me your phone. Like she was just Ooh, open I, do I do what I gotta do to be here. Like girl, girl, girl. And at this point, you can't even be like, girl. You need some sex. You need to orgasm because that don't even take the chill off. She might be gay. <laughs> um. <laughs> she might be gay. She. She, she definitely she, need to rub them clitoris together because that's. Yeah. The thing. Oh my god. That might be what she need. I know about it. That's the thing. That what release she need. That, that release she need right there. That would be. Yeah, you say about it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what part I didn't like well, about when she. Well, go ahead. Say that again now. The part I didn't like about the whole, like her response to Tommy, it wasn't necessarily what she said because clearly she's going to say that because clearly she don't have balls. It was the holding the one gun up here and the other gun down here. I just really did not like that. Did, did anyone else see that? Yeah, she had that. That uh, what's what? What movie did that? It just seemed real Power Ranger esque to me. <laughs> Power Ranger esque. <Yes. laughs> you you want to hear how both guns are towards Tommy here? I mean, but I mean, I don't think she. I mean, because why couldn't she just have had the one? Well, she didn't. She, she took it down Tommy gun on the mid. Oh yeah, she did take she Tommy, Tommy gun. Tommy back. Pointing at him like I'm gonna shoot you both times. Like who who? Like what the fuck was even <laughs> that? <laughs> <laughs> that was so agitating to me because that part I was like, now. So you want her to drop the gun she took from Tommy? Just, or listen, put one in the bag, in the pocket, in the butt. Get one of Tyrese. Do something. But standing up there like. Ooh, I'm finna shoot you. Like she just looked goofy, and at that point, I'm like, Mary, yeah. you already here with this bad acting. You switch Louis Vuitton bags in the middle of the scene. Your wigs look <laughs> a little bad. You don't need oh, to be holding God. these guns like this now. Yeah, you yeah, talking well. all this shit about Mary, but I'm wrong for saying it was fucked up for how they brought the time in. But anyway, go off, <laughs> sis. <laughs> go off, sis. <laughs> 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 
So they exchanged words And she ready to shoot Tommy For the drive-by But Tariq She begged her not to shoot him um, And Tommy warns That if he set free He gonna go out to Tasha And Tariq was like Yeah I know I just wanted to give my mama A head start Um, Now Tariq says something uh, Well when When uh, Tommy says We won't see you Again Says um, For a long time And he says Hopefully by that time I'll be worthy of his name um, he was talking about uh, uh, ghosts. Mm-hmm. I think in 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 this in this episode more than any, he moved like ghosts would move. Um, from the the way he was with Diana, kind of uh, uh, making her kind of feel like a love interest, and to the way he was kind of manipulating people without letting each piece know on so to quote unquote mm-hmm. on the chessboard know what the next piece was doing. He kind of just moved people around. I thought he did a good job of manip. I thought he did the character did a job of manipulating everybody, just like Ghost would. But, but just like Ghost, he never fully has control of any situation he's ever tried to manipulate. I agree. Nah, he didn't. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, he uh, to me he a little better than his daddy though. Yeah, but I think that. And I think in that moment, at that point, at the grave, I thought it was fitting that he finally accepted. I think that in that moment, he kind of respected his father. And I, I just think, and, and the things that he did, even though he didn't agree with it, I think he just kind of, at that moment, respected how he moved and what he did because everything Ghost ever said to Tariq or to Tasha was, hey man, this is for my family. I'm always going to do this for my kids. I'm doing what I think is right as the head of this house for my family. Mm-hmm. Whether it was right or whether it was wrong, he always felt like it was the right decision. Well, everything he was doing was for the betterment of everybody. And I think that's what Tariq kind of took on. And he I think in that moment, I think, yeah, I think in that moment he understood. And that's why he's like, yo, I want to take on my daddy's persona. I want to, I kind of embrace. Yeah. He couldn't understand, he couldn't like understand it back in the day. Cause he was only 11, but, now, he was emotional. but now he's 12. <laughs> <laughs> and he understands it now. Cause he's 12. He get more understanding up, huh? when he's 12. And 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 in that point that he was eleven, like he was really emotional. My dad left my mom. He's messing with this new girl, and our house, our happy home, has been broken up. And you got Kane and this, you got Kanan in this head telling me all kind of trash, and I'm believing it because I want to. And you know, I just think it kind of finally came to a point where he's like, "Yo, I finally see what he was trying to do." No, it took him being on his own to see all that shit. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't think he's remorseful. I don't think he's remorseful about killing his dad, but I think he just kind of finally feels like, hey, you know, I understand what he was doing, and 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 I kind of respect that. At you know what else? I don't think he feels remorseful because I feel like now that he understands how his dad was moving, because he's been having to move the same way, and he's taken on that. He it brings him more clarity. And makes and like I feel like it's confirmation for him. Like he knows without a shadow of a doubt he had to do that. Yeah, because yeah. because of what Ghost was gonna like he feel, he is clear about he knows he had to do that. And to a certain degree, I feel like in his mind he feels like my dad understands that and respect that because it's always be about what you need to do for your family type of thing. And it's I, almost it's almost the equivalent of what they did to Breeze. It's almost the equivalent of what they did to Canaan. 
you know what I'm saying, what Ghost and Tasha did to Kane. And it's almost that his his actions in killing Ghost was almost the equivalent to all of those moves to killing Breeze and to 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 maneuvering Kane out of the way uh, to get to that point where he could move forward with taking care of his family. I, I definitely, <clears throat> I like how he n- navigated the season, especially compared to how much I hated him. <laughs> but that's the, di- the difference is between. So I definitely feel like he kind of came up in his. I'm always like, okay, Tariq, okay, Tariq. But I agree. He, I feel like he, in his mind, he always thinks he came up with the correct plan and, and everything is done. But everything always has a loose end. It's something always end up doing something. And he mm-hmm. always. But the difference, the thing is between when then he had needed, well, he he had everything given to him. It's a difference when you, when you earn some shit and have to do this shit yourself and then when you outside thinking that you need to do this shit when it's really not need to be done. He has no protection now. He has to depend on himself. He don't have nobody to fall back on. He couldn't run the time. He couldn't run to his dad because none of the motherfuckers were there. Damn, In this season. You my, my you bad. got a little, little, sound a little personal, right? <laughs> no, nah, like that. Was, you you that. Like, yeah, that was we, we showing on time. Gorilla, that was gorilla. Well, I'm just saying, cause like motherfuckers do that shit now. Like motherfuckers who don't have to be in the streets want to be in the streets so fucking bad until they really have to be in the fucking streets and they see the shit ain't no fucking joke. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about the whole Tyreek Spawn prospect, man. Between this season and him being on the other, uh, other show. Now, real quick, but, y'all. We got uh, I'm gonna go around the room real quick. What do y'all think gonna happen uh, next season? Real quick, uh, the investigation professor gonna fuck a lot of people up. Like the what now? The investigation of Professor Duff gonna come back up and oh gonna, fuck it, yeah, yeah it's gonna drag him out. Somebody gonna have to go to court. Watch. Oh yeah, they gonna <laughs> yeah yeah. What, what 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 about you, uh, Yousef? What you think? Um, I think uh, Saxon McQueen are gonna end up being hired. Uh, uh, it's in some capacity by the Tejada family. Um, I also believe that uh, uh, the cop is going to end up pursuing, um, just like Phenom said, and, and I don't want to repeat anything anybody else said, but uh, he's going. They're going. He's going to end up pursuing that. Um, and I think every decision that Tariq has made is going to come back. It's, all his chickens are going to come home to roost mm. in season two. So from from romantic interest to moving Monet's uh to moving Monet's operation to on campus to I mean just everything he's done to the situation um with 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 Tommy and all of that I just think everything all his chickens are gonna come home to roost in season two. Word. Um, what about you, Courtney? Real quick, what do you think? I was gonna say the same thing. I feel like every all of the loose ends that Tariq has are going are going to come to pass. I also feel like he may actually give Brayden a chance to step up and kind of take over the app and kind of try to be in the background. And I feel like that's going to fail and that's going to get him then in trouble at school, which is going to have him not in the running to get his money. And I definitely feel like Sax and um, Davis are going to be hired by the Tejada family because they're still going to also be the whole thing with Ramirez. That's still a thing. Regardless, Ramirez is still a thing. It don't matter how good Kane disposed of the body. He was still a cop, period. And we missed one person that is key in all of this. Two bit. Period. I forgot. I was we're looking for him the whole entire um, episode, actually. No, I thought two I think what? two bit's gonna play a part in season two. He might. I think he's gonna ride out with Tommy. He's gonna be part of the Tommy <laughs> show. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. See um, I, tied in. I think the uh what was what was uh Laz Alonzo, the guy he plays? Um The Detective. Yeah. Hey, 
what is his name? Stevens or something like that? I can't remember. Santana? Santana. His name was Santana. Uh, I think he going to lead up the investigation. And I don't think that uh, Davis and, and Davis uh, and Sachs going to work for the Tejada family because Sachs want to get Tariq so bad because he feel like Tariq got him. So I think he going to work against him. He going to work with uh, with Santana. Uh, that's, I, the, that's the only thing I think about it. Um, you know what? I don't think he's going to know in representing the Tejadas initially. I don't think he's going to even have any inclination that he – has is that means representing or being affiliated again with Tariq. Well, I do think I do think Beasy. I think you're on a little something there. I think that once he and, and Courtney, I think we could. I think to kind of combine both of you guys' answer, like I think it's going to be initially he's not going to know, and I think once he finds out, it's going to be his way back into the um uh, uh uh the AUSA's office because I think that's where he wants to be. That's where his heart is is in getting the bad guy. And I think he'll kind of finesse his way and finagle and do all that backdoor stuff that Sax does that pisses you off. Um, but I was like, uh, uh, somebody was like, man, they wish, man, Sax should have caught a bullet. I said, no, Sax is like, Sax is like, uh, I said, what would, what would, um, what would uh, survive a nuclear bomb? The damn cockroaches. Uh, Sax is like a cockroach. He ain't never going to be dead. Like, he just going to keep maneuvering and moving around from side to side, just kind of trying to get uh, uh, whatever he needs. And I just think that that he's going to want to get back into the um, U.S. Attorney's Office. So I think once he realizes that Tariq is working with them, he's going to try to find a way to finesse his way to do that, to get back over on the other side. Word. Uh, well, I take it y'all enjoy this season. Of Power Book Two, I think it's one of the better seasons of the. Everybody uh, know the first season was the best season. But it's, a lot it's of shows, one of the better yeah. seasons of the franchise. Yeah. Um. You know what? And what's I n- say, oh. oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? I think Kanan and Tommy's are going to their series, uh, their book or whatever you want to call it. I think theirs is going to come out before the next season of this one returns. What do you yeah. guys think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. already got. They already have previews for um Kane and John. So he's probably next. I haven't even seen the previews, but yeah, Kane, I did figure Kane would be next because his was announced first, then Tommy's, and then by that time we'll roll back around and be back to this. Well, yeah. no, I think I think Tom I think Tommy's is probably the one that's gonna come out last. I think they're gonna do Kane and Tate and then Tommy. Oh god. They're doing too damn much. They got a Tate. <laughs> well, I think I think what's gonna happen is I think they're gonna look at I think each one is signed to two years, to two seasons. And then I think they're going to see which ones numbers wise does well. And then they're going to drop whichever ones don't pull it. And I think the Tate one probably going to be the one that got to drop the Tate and Kanan. And I think they'll keep, they'll keep the Tommy. And I hope, I hope, I hope they don't keep the Tommy. I'm tired of seeing him. I hope he's bad. Oh, they'll do a Tate. Joseph, Joseph Sakura. I think, I think that his, I think that the Tommy probably has the, probably has the, the most intriguing, like, probably has the best storyline. But he has the biggest fan base out of everybody. And he has the biggest fan base. Oh, um, yeah. white boy. Tommy. Yeah. I don't yeah, give yeah, a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, hate, I, I hate that black accent. Oh, boy. Oh, I hope he dies. <laughs> I, talk about having balls. I hope they had the balls to kill him. <laughs> hey, man, I like the, I like the Casa Boobs character, man. I do it's have so one question right quick. Did anyone else think that maybe the person that was going to be holding the... Because the whole time I was just like, Tariq clearly has a plan. Once he took Tasha away, I knew that um, Tommy was going to come out. I think part of me thought that he was going to have Kane come to Tommy because that would kind of be... Fuck no. 
Cause Tom you know, came too unpredictable. He probably would have shot, shot. Yeah. And, 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 so, but the, and that's the thing. Well, Once Kane, I it's Tommy. Huh? I'm with you. I, 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 where you going? Um, Kane is Tommy. Right. Hell and no. so that's no, what Kane, I no, think. No, that, Tommy got more control than Kane, dude. Kane oh, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. If you take, I, I'm going to tell you what I think. I think if you had Tommy, I think Kane is Tommy at that age. Because you remember Kane is significantly younger. And I think Tommy might have, Tommy was that reckless dude. And it just so happens that he had ghosts with him to help maneuver him and keep him under wraps and keep him at bay, such as Kane had with Monet. But shoot, once Monet kind of kicked him to the curb, kicked him to the curb like she did, kind of sort of like when Tommy felt betrayed by ghosts, Tommy kind of had went on that rampage and off on that emotional tangent for about a season. You well, know what I'm saying? Same thing, I, I think, as I think Kane is just a, a younger version of Tommy. If we were to look into Tommy at that age, we would see Kane. Word. Wonderful. I'm sleepy. That <laughs> 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 niggas gonna talk about this shit all night. I can't do it. <laughs> oh shit. What the, what's that work tomorrow? Early. Oh shit. <laughs> And I got to uh, upload this. But anyway, y'all, thank y'all for joining. Um, we got our predictions, what we think going to happen. Email us. Let us know what you think going to happen on the next season. Or what you think going to happen on uh, I, Well, you ain't going to really know it. Have any thoughts about Kanan. Yeah, what you think going to happen se- se- season two of this? DJBladeShow at gmail.com. Uh, thank you, Yousef, for joining us on this season finale. Ain't no doubt, man. Anytime. Yeah, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Uh, you can find me at Yoshi in the building on uh, Instagram. You can find me at Yoshi English on Facebook. And you can find me at I am Coach E on uh, Twitter. And where can they find your show? Oh, you can find Relationship Status Podcast each and every Monday and Wednesday at 7 a.m. Join me and my co-host, Neek Cruz, Professor T, and C.L. Butler uh, as we talk everything relationships. Word. Uh, Courtney, where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at Peace Love Locks with two S's. That is um, the same on Twitter as well. Words, uh, Phenom. You can find me at, on Instagram at I am DJ Phenom or Top Gorilla on Instagram. Word. And you can find me on social media, Preacher underscore BP. You can find the show on uh, Instagram and Twitter, DJ Blaze Show, and on Facebook, DJ Blaze Radio Show. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, Email us, djbladeshow at gmail.com or call us up, 404-436-2370. And I, um, I don't really like making promises like that, but I promise y'all we're going to have a regular show this weekend. Um, <laughs> even if it got to be me by my goddamn self. <laughs> anyway, y'all, it's your boy, Be Easy. I'm Courtney. It's your boy, DJ Phenom. Yosh in the building. And we out. Peace.